Hi, friends. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Another episode of Get Checkered. Uh, we are part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And today we get to give a shout out to another podcast on the network. Uh, Bollywood is for lovers. So Matt Bowes and Aaron Fraser explored the world of Hindi cinema through the lens of two Canadian cinephiles. So head to albertapodcastnetwork.com to learn more. So life updates. Hey, Shani. Haven't <laughs> talked to you in a week. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, just overworked. Trying to figure out <laughs> how to balance my life a little bit better. Um, but yeah, the weather here has been crazy. So for those who don't know, um, Caitlin's in obviously British Columbia right now. I'm in Alberta. Alberta's notorious for just ridiculous winters and I don't know what's going on, but it's been like plus 14, plus 15, mid-February. Like kind of weird, right? Yeah. That's nice though. Although not good for skiing. Yeah, it's not good for skiing. And I'm hoping that things are still snowy enough because like I said, my brother and I are taking adult ski lessons come March. And right now I'm like, there might not be enough snow on the ground. for us to even do that uh god but how are things with you how how school um you know it's okay it's literally like three courses and I'm like it's busy enough (laughs) (laughs) um I never thought I would be saying that because you know undergrad is you take like what five six even seven courses yeah this is just like I think it's all the papers all the writings all the group presentations I'm like oh okay it's just a lot but um, yeah, this week was pretty heavy, but I'm glad yeah. it's over with. Um, <laughs> very happy it's over Celebrated. We went out last night. So Ooh, you know, where'd you go? Um, we started, there's a place called Cascade Room. So it's down, what's it called? South Main or something in Vancouver. It was actually pretty good. Um, had the mulled wine, you know, February having like a holiday. You gotta, you gotta have mulled wine. It. Yeah. I love, I love my warm drinks. Okay. <laughs> um, and then we headed over, we were trying to find, so my one beef, not, not one, I have several beefs with <laughs> Vancouver, but one of them is people will like, there's lamps for everything on Friday and Saturday nights. Like really? you, what I'm starting to realize is like, you need a reservation to get into a place. And like, if you think about leaving that place and wanting to find another place, you're going to be waiting outside because they're all full. And I'm like, I don't want to wait outside. I was literally in a dress last night. <laughs> Can we not be doing this? So we end up like finding a place without a lineup. It was an Irish bar. Um, it was fun. We are not young anymore. And we ended up having a whole bunch of shots. And I'm like, I am unwell. <laughs> Quite unwell. There was, Shanika, have you ever heard of a pickleback? I've heard of a pickleback. I've never had a pickleback though. It was bad. <laughs> Why would you? <laughs> I was, like, like, wanted to do it. Yeah, and I'm like, no. This is a terrifying concept and like an even worse reality. Oh, but anyways, now I've had a pickleback. And for those who don't know, it's like, it's a shot of whiskey or something. And you follow it with a shot of pickle, of pickle juice. Yeah. Well, no. Who comes up with this stuff? <laughs> People that like to torture themselves. Um. <laughs> wild but here we are we made have it. you been to uh the diamond yet like the cocktail yeah bar? yeah i went last weekend did you see any of the uh riverdale cast no no I, I, do they go there they go there often like oh, okay. <laughs> 
I I've spotted them there. Our you know our friends uh, Adam went and spotted them there. Uh, so I when I went, I was actually by myself, and I was like, oh, like I'm probably not going to see them, whatever. And he was like, no, 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 you probably will. And then sure enough, you see KJ Appa and oh, one of the Sprouse okay. brothers just sitting at a table. And I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Cocktails are also great there, by the way. They are. Um, they are. And it's very good. nice to, I don't know. I love sitting alone at places and at the bar because you can kind of like people watch. I don't know. You get really good service. It was great. Even though I was by myself, I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> very good. I also went out on Friday and that was the first time in a long time. Where did you go? So my coworkers actually was like an ex coworker who like kind of got everyone together and we went to cold garden. So it is a place here in Calgary where you can bring your puppy, um, very like industrial in terms of they don't like have a carpet or anything. <laughs> like it's very much like a garage that they converted into a bar. I feel like in some ways, um, but yeah, you can bring your dog. You, they don't serve you food, but you can order food to cold garden and yeah, we had several, I had several cake face beers. Do you remember those? Yeah. Yeah. I know that one. And then swaps to some iced teas. It was just nice to chat with my coworkers. And it was so fun. And did so. you mention for the podcast listeners who may not know, Cold Garden is dog friendly. Like yeah, it's super dog friendly. Amazing. You it was dog. You overwhelming. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It was, there were so many dogs though. Cause, um, for those who don't know, we don't have the, the REP, which is like this coat. Oh, yeah, they took that off. <gasps> so that's the thing. So that night I was like, totally fine. And then I came home and I was like, oh my gosh, we would have been around people who like don't aren't vaccinated. Yeah, Anyways, the, like Alberta is, is it Alberta and Saskatchewan are now the first ones to take off their yeah. exemption. Like so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. Um, that gave me a, a little bit of nerves. Like after the fact, but you still have to wear masks if you're like walking around and stuff like that. Um, but because of that, just the amount of people there, there was way more people than normal and a lot of people brought a lot of dogs. So there was a lot of dogs. I saw a great Dane, as you all know, great Danes are like larger than most people. It feels like sometimes, (laughs) Um, all the way to this like little palm ski that looked like an Ewok, um, that was like maybe, I don't know, like the size of my like wireless keyboard, like perched up onto their like dad's chest hanging out. So it's a really great space. If you're in Alberta, Calgary, you should head there, but definitely Saturday. I was like, I was, it wasn't that I wasn't well, cause I didn't do shots, Caitlin, <laughs> but I was like, I was not, I was not doing great. <laughs> it could have gone better is what I'm saying I should have drank a little bit more water um I think that would have helped you think we would have learned through our years but you know what I did I put water beside my bed last night I was very impressed with myself see you're looking out for you drunk you looking out for sober you that's all you can hope for I know I know I think that girl she was (laughs) (laughs) it's the shots though I swear that get me like I'm like I can do Here's another shot I've never tried before have you had a ping pong no I've never had a ping pong I I've never even heard of a ping pong what's in it me neither but it tasted like banana like medicine that we had as children like amoxicillin kind of yeah like that that was the taste of it I was like this is not terrible but like (laughs) it's very (laughs) banana-y 
That's so funny. I like, I just Google search ping pong shot thinking that. Oh no. no, no. Yeah, no. And it's just giving me like table tennis. (laughs) So not helpful. Yeah. It's, uh, what is this? I'm like trying to find it. I I don't know. If I find it, I'll let you know, but yeah. And then when you, okay, whatever, but (laughs) something I do want to bring up on this episode though, a bit of a life update. So, um, (laughs) I had a beef. Courtney <laughs> had a beef with a guy on TikTok and he really pissed me off. Okay. Yeah. Like Courtney put up this really good video. Um, and it was like the major bag alert, which I had to look up what major bag alert really was. Cause you know, I'm old. Um, and it was very applicable. It's like the FIA when they find max 50,000 euros for touching Lewis's car in park for me. Yeah. Um, that was back after Sao Paulo quality, I think. And this guy, I almost wanted to like at Drew Afuelo. You, do you know her? Yeah, I love I her. I wanted to add her to be like, okay, this guy, help me with him. <laughs> but we handled him on our own, okay? He was like, okay, like learn the rules. He wasn't allowed to touch. And we're like, well, no shit. Like we know the rules, sir. But like, when has any other driver been fined 50,000? Yeah. Um, and he's like, no one ever touches after quality. They only ever touch after the race. I'm like, hey, sir, if you're going to look it up, <laughs> you're not allowed to touch after quality. You're not allowed to touch after the race either. Yeah. Um, and B, I sent him a direct link to a video of Seb touching a car, Lewis Hamilton's car after like the Australian GP in 2017 after quality. And he's like, okay, sure. But like, this was a big deal. <laughs> Like, like I'm not arguing that point, sir. But the <laughs> point of the video, okay? Please, Major Bagler. They saw it as an opportunity. They needed to make an example of it, yes, because it was yeah, a big course. deal. Yeah. But they also get fifty thousand euros out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And so, like, we made our point. We absolutely just we won. We won the argument. You buried yeah. this man. Yes, we did. Um, and then I woke up the next morning, and all the comments were deleted. So either. I don't know. I don't know who would have done it, but maybe he deleted all the comments because he didn't want to be embarrassed. And I'm like, yeah, because you got fucking told off, sir. <laughs> Do not come around our podcast area and try to be rude to us. <laughs> we will come for you. <laughs> you have the mini Drew up with. I, I actually should have just tagged her. I love yeah. Drew so much. Like as soon as she pops up, that like first little bit where she's pausing and has that evil smile on her face, and then she, and she does the laugh. She does the laugh. <laughs> And then it's like followed by the laugh. I'm like, oh, this man's about to die. <laughs> like, it's over. Yeah, people don't, especially when it, it's okay to be wrong. You know, like if you're like, oh shit, you don't need to double down if someone's like providing you evidence. Don't ever need to be rude. Yeah, like, you don't just need to be don't. Rude. We don't need that kind of energy around us. Exactly. So just leave. Don't be around. <laughs> just don't, don't interact with us. So if you are um, not following us on TikTok, go follow us and get checkered. Uh, it's our handle because this also for us, like this is like Courtney's like first few videos that she's ever put up to. So we were kind of like, hey, dude, fuck off because, you know, she's killing it. I'm like grateful. For yeah, her. I know. Because you and I, we we're we fun. created tons <laughs> of TikToks, retired. <laughs> they take a lot of time. They really, really do. So if you ever see like the reels or the TikToks, it's trust me, it takes a lot more time than you think. Right. It is. Yes, because we're old. 
we don't know the tricks but that's fine <laughs> anyways yeah so had a big beef with him and you guys will never see the argument because we won and he deleted the comments but we did win <laughs> we told this guy off we know the rules thank you sir and we made a very applicable video for the situation <laughs> anyways that's the end of that story um but yeah um i think that's that's pretty good for life updates. Want to get into some? We there was quite a few things that happened this week with F one. So we're going to get into like updates slash news, and then we're actually going to talk about some of the car um, reveals that happened. Yeah. So, um, we saw a headline and we saw the posts that yeah. Caitlyn Jenner is now a CEO of a team in the W series, and the team is called Generacing. Um just a big old what do we think <laughs> <laughs> this is so interesting ah, okay I don't know how to feel about this so I think it's good obviously that Caitlin's providing a space for like more people to get into the sport because all you know that's it that's a tough thing but the thing is I will say this I don't think and this is coming from a person that doesn't know Caitlin Jenner personally I will say that I don't think Caitlin Jenner is a good person <laughs> And I don't think they're a good person for, she's not a good person for like her own community. The stuff that when she was running or trying to run for governor, I think it was governor. She was advocating for things that wouldn't like harm trans folks. And I was like, I just don't understand what's happening here. Uh, there's that whole like gay marriage thing that happened when she was on Ellen Generous and said that she didn't really understand or like didn't believe why people wanted it. Like, it was just like really bizarre things. And I understand that, you know, you learn your girl, you can't hold everyone accountable to what they did a year ago or two ago or whatever. But Caitlyn has shown time and time again, not our Caitlyn, Caitlyn Jenner has shown time and time <laughs> again, just to not understand her privilege at all. And like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I just, I'm concerned, I guess, is what I'm saying that is just another powerful person at the end of the day, like mm-hmm. getting more power and that's not great. Yep. No, it, it definitely like. <laughs> Caitlin has like some hot tech, hot takes on the, the Kardashian Jenner. Yeah, I personally like just the whole association, Jenner, Kardashian. I mm-hmm. don't use this word ever, but I despise the Kardashians and their brand. Yeah. I yeah they've caused like as a brand they've caused a lot of mental I think they are contributing a lot to mental health issues for a lot of people and I hate that they're just like infiltrating everywhere and all the memes are like the devil works hard but but um Kris Jenner works harder I'm like yeah she does she like she's a mastermind she's a genius but I despise her (laughs) no I don't know so like yeah Caitlyn Jenner getting in to motorsport i'm just like is this like a launching pad everyone's free to do what they want to do but personally i think like shanika was saying like the privilege that they have to like just full up and coming like build a team that takes yeah. privilege in itself and we understand it costs a lot of money to do these kind of things um they are bringing i think in a positive light they should be bringing w series a bit more attention right mm-hmm. um which is never a bad thing but I'm just like anyone else please just anyone right that's yeah that's sort of our thoughts on it but I'm curious what other people think so yeah yeah and like I I get that like a lot of people don't like Kardashians but they still respect them more than I do and (laughs) we're all entitled to our opinion (laughs) 
anyways, we are on to the next oh thing. God. So this is something that I actually didn't see. And I saw Caitlin and, um, and Courtney like chatting in the group chat. And I was like, what's going on? But apparently the TikTokers were at the Aston Martin launch. Like what? Yeah, and there was one TikToker in particular. Um, and if you guys follow like any of the F1 TikToks, like I bet you you've seen this guy come up. I think his name's F1 Johnny. So like props to him. I think yeah. he literally only started doing TikToks. He said like a year ago. And now he's he was literally invited to the Aston Martin car review launch. And I'm just like, how did you do that? <laughs> I'm like very jealous I'm very impressed but I want that to be <laughs> us not him sorry <laughs> you, he can be there actually like we can all get invites let's just make it a very inclusive thing <laughs> like we believe in abundance yeah but yeah I think uh I, I think I made this note we'll talk about it maybe a little bit later but whoever is doing so now that Aston Martin obviously they popped up last year whoever is running their brand and marketing it's just been really impressive for me because I'm like they have the right person someone that's in tiktok which is like touching a new generation that's at the event lest us forget the bond product placement and i'm just like they're really doing a good job and like embedding the brand everywhere so i'm very impressed mm-hmm. um also yeah. on this point this f1 johnny he literally was doing tiktoks with um nico holkenberg and i'm like damn <laughs> our turn we could be there with Seb Shannon could have a heyday with Seb you would love to talk to Seb I I, I would too yeah, yeah. We, would, we would take his time <laughs> like yeah Seb. you would have so much to say about like everything that you're learning especially through school like come on I actually so like this is a very side tangent but um <laughs> and for those of you who don't know or whatever I'm like I'm doing a master's and it's half technical engineering and half like business leadership um and in one of my technical engineering courses we're asked to do um like a life cycle analysis mm-hmm. of anything like he gave us some recommended topics and they're all related to energy usage um and like greenhouse gas emissions which is literally the course it's very applicable stuff um but i'm like impressed with our team we're, we're trying something new and it's something that like ties into everyone it ties into f1 too because it's like we're, we're going to be looking at emissions and recommendations for fast fashion oh my god love that yeah and it's like I know someone like Lewis Hamilton like he doesn't wear fast fashion he wears luxury and I bet you like Mm -hmm. the manufacturing processes are not the same Mm -hmm. but like we're going to be looking into some of the stuff like even before that like the fabric stuffs and all that part of the supply chain as well and the disposal and it's like I like Lewis Hamilton well all the F1 guys always have like new clothes or like Daniel Ricardo and Lando Norris have their own lines and like making their own clothes and stuff and I'm like fashion is so powerful it's like how you can help like define your character like show people your interests and I really don't want to diss that and I think it's very important that we can have that kind of expression but there's a lot of problems <laughs> with like huge issues. Yeah. hundred percent. And it, it, I like, we have to come up with a recommendation at the end of the paper. And I have a feeling it's going to be like, everyone just has too much stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the numbers we're seeing is like people buy an average of 68 new pieces of clothing a year. Yeah. On average. And it's like, that is unnecessary. And then like, so Lewis Hamilton comes to every race with new clothes. And yeah. I'm like, you're so for like important issues 
but this is an issue you're missing, I think, right? Yeah. I think a lot of and people so, do. It's um it's called like overconsumption, right? Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's huge. It's a huge issue. And you and see, like you like, don't uh, need to have a new outfit, outfit every day. day. <laughs> every day to get photographed in it because like you wore some you, you can't be photographed wearing the same thing you wore a week ago yes you can if it's clean that's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's true so, but I think what you're talking about especially um so I right now am consulting with a clothing brand actually so it's been really interesting to see all their manufacturings here how they're dealing with fabrics and stuff like that but one of the things that these drivers should consider especially when they drop their own merch lines where is your shit coming from? Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, if you want your, and, and I'm just get it. Like the Lando fans want to buy something from Quadrant. I get it. But then where is it coming from? And what are you feeding into inadvertently? Like, are they paying leave? Like even the bare minimum living wages, is that a thing? Like, yeah, those yeah. are questions that need to be asked too. And like, it, it's just the lack of accountability, I think. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like, you can make all these new clothes and you don't think about what happens before, but what happens before is disgusting. Exactly. It's not. And like McLaren comes out with the new colors for all their merch, like all the time, like dropping new colors yeah. and people want to buy them and they get it. They're cute, but like, you don't need them and they do not need to be making them. <laughs> <G-B-H>. <laughs> yeah. That's the little side tangent. I don't even yeah. know how we got here, but. Yeah, no, let us know what the, what we're talking about, Seb, and yeah, you're yeah. learning all this environmental stuff. Seb really cares about the environment and social issues, which is actually like a perfect kind of segue to talk about yeah, something I think that so. caught yeah, my eye <laughs> and I caught it because of Seb. Uh, okay. So the headline is F1 to move away from Neil knee gesture ceremony in 2022. And this is via motorsport. And I'm just going to read what you know every what the article said and then also what the ceo of f1 said but so for those who don't know since the start of 2020 um f1 had set aside a specific time during the pre-race build-up i'm sure we've all seen for the drivers to take a knee or any other gesture that they wish um but this is changing and they're not 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 allowed to do it, but it's not going to be like regulated, I guess, in some way. However, Formula One will continue to broadcast the We Races One video before the races and have all the branding and stuff like that. So the drivers can do whatever they want, um, but it's just not mandated, I guess, in some way anymore. Uh, anyways, the CEO whose name, oh my gosh, y'all, this is so bad. Stefano Domenicali? 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 Sure. <laughs> Half nodding. Um, <laughs> he said this, we have to not, this is what I don't understand because this wasn't clear to me, but basically he's saying like, we have to not have to do politics. Don't know what that means. I think he means that they just don't want to be political. But yeah. I think now it's a matter from gesture to action. Now the action is the focus on the diversity of our community. This is the first step. I think the gesture has already has been already important for others that believed that it was an important gesture. And then continue on to say we need to respect everyone as always, but now it is time to move on and take some action. So bizarre. Um <laughs> I don't know what any of this means. I think that, so for those who don't know, if you, we know that most of our, everyone knows, 
Um, but taking the knee was started in the United States from a great football player named Colin Kaepernick, who was then essentially blacklisted. Um, and you could say like, oh no, it was because he wasn't good. He, he was, he is a great player. Um, it was a hundred percent cause he was protesting and people thought it was disrespectful specifically in the United States tied to football. Uh, what I think is really interesting is that pretty much like 70 to 80% of the players are black, but the team owners are predominantly white. And it's just like this weird power dynamic anyways. So it's kind of stood as this like international symbol of confronting oppression wherever you are. Um, so I think it's great that Formula One was like, yeah, you can do this before a race, but now to like not have it there and then say, we're going to do more action, even though the sport is notorious for not doing anything tied to diversity. I don't know, girl. <laughs> no, I see like, I see a lot of red flags coming up. Like A, yeah. they're removing it, which I think that probably comes from pressure from like the race circuits um, and the countries right yeah i think it is political so he's saying like we have to not have to do politics oh it's it's excuse me sir (laughs) and i get like it it must be very difficult because he is like an international company trying to play to various different kind of politics and political leaders but um like you can be the one to take a stand though right like you could they could make it known to those countries that like no we're going to be doing this because it's what we believe in we races one like you can't yeah. be referencing that at the same sentence as being <laughs> like well we're not going to be mandating this anymore because there's other things we need to concentrate on well i mean like it's, <laughs> it what well, it, it took no time at all um it is a powerful message if people yeah. want to do it they should be able to and like don't try and say you're doing it for the greater good like you have to move on and take some other action like what what are you going to be doing sir <laughs> and i think other action and what is like you're saying this isn't important in a way that's that's the thing so i understand if they're like okay we we want to bring some action towards it which is why you know if they announce like this is our steps to make sure the sport is more diverse so as we know lewis hamilton has this foundation that brought the so a bunch of the formula one teams also the organization to basically disclose like what is your diversity in your teams and let's create more opportunity for anyone else but of course for him it's anyone that is black to just join the sport in whatever way that makes sense and create a better pipeline of talent to actually go into formula one um so i don't know like i just don't know what it means because it's like okay but lewis hamilton's like leading the charge there that's not something that formula one itself has owned and we haven't seen any public reports of like these are our diversity goals this is how we want to improve equity this is there's been nothing announced I also want to say a note on that like mission 44 I think is what it's called the only team that didn't participate was Red Bull really (laughs) yeah Red Bull did not disclose anything tied to diversity um so there's that but I agree with you. I think it's really weird um especially because I don't think we'll see any action like it'll no, be gone. No, they're taking away the action. Like what? Yeah. What, it it's totally. I don't even know. Whatever. Yeah, Lewis. I think will still continue to kneel, and I think some of the drivers will continue to join him. But I'm just like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> like, like we should be going the other way. Like if it wasn't mandated, they probably should make a mandated time now. But mm-hmm. now we're going the opposite way, which is not the way we should be going. Exactly. It's just it's so weird. It's so weird huh yeah okay like 
so I think we know why it's happening, but we don't agree with it, you guys. Exactly. Yeah, there's some other highlight, well, um, updates, I guess, from this week. Um, Shanika brought in that, yeah, and I saw this too, Formula One will be racing in Bahrain. They signed a contract until 2036. 2036. How old are we going to be in 2036? Caitlin, so we're we're 28 now, and it's 2022. Like, how? Like, like 46. Oh my god, I can't even math. Okay, I'm going to add 14 years to right now. 43 years old. Yeah. Okay. What? I just added it. So, of course, you know, predictably or from that number that Caitlin just said that we're going to be old as fuck. Um, this is the longest contract <laughs> with any circuit ever. Um, <laughs> I just, the only reason why I brought that, brought the headline down is just because like my brain can't even comprehend, like, are we going to make it to 2020, like 2036? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm I mean? just going to like, yeah, maybe the planet blows up before then. Seriously. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I, I admire the like Bahrain being like, we want this forever, but I'm like, are we even going to get that far? Like, I'm not sure. We'll see. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it, it's pretty much like a statement that like, there's going to be a permanent race in Bahrain. Always expect Bahrain. It's going to be a synonymous race with that point, is what they're saying there. Um, Which is, you know, good. I mean, sure, I why not? Right, it's good for the country. With F1 gaining popularity, they're probably going to make some tourism monies money. off of that. Yeah. Um, so that's important for them, but <laughs> I don't know. It's also like, it, it does make it harder for the new countries to come in if they want to have a race and that's like the big issue, right? So there's like a push from, you know, Andretti, as we know, to have another race in the US. But even he, I saw a headline, I didn't write it down, but he's like, no, like having three races in the States is pushing it. Like we can't do that. And I would love to have something, you know, yes, we have Formula E in Vancouver, but why can't we have Formula One in Vancouver? Yep. Um, right. Like what, why not? It, it, can, it can be an off race, right? Yeah. So you're right. It does take away an opportunity for someone else, which probably ties into money though. They probably paid a shit ton of money to get that privilege though. Exactly. So we know how F1 works. Uh, the last sort of quick headline um, is related to Lando's contract extension. So he will be at McLaren until at least 2025. Um for a lot of fucking money. Uh, do I know what the, <laughs> that number is? No. <laughs> Are we surprised, Caitlin, that he is extending his time there? I think today. no. That was that was a given. Like he is the protege for that team. Um, they will pay him any number to keep him there. Hundred percent. And uh, speaking of the number, I could not figure out pinpoint anything. Like I saw things ranging from like ten million a year to twenty million, but at twenty million, it's more than what. Um, Max is getting paid on his current contract. So I don't know, but he right now is in the top three of the most paid drivers, meaning that he's only behind or who else runs up the top three is obviously Lewis and then Max. So it's not surprising, but um, I would love to be his friend just for extravagant birthday gifts. You know, he got a couple zeros that's <laughs> insane he's what 22 and he's yeah. getting money like that 
It's, it's so crazy. How is the world split up like this series? How do we get this? <laughs> and I'm reading a book about like Mexican immigrants. <laughs> like what is happening with this world? <laughs> it's Anyways, just- I'm, I'm in a sassy mood today. I will bring up everything. It's the distribute, uh, the, what is it? The distribution of wealth is just, is not ideal. <laughs> um, no, but, and it's uh, getting worse and, and that's a big problem. And yeah, it's like, okay, Lando, like take that money, I guess, but right. it's Are you like, gonna it's do one of those maybe good for the world with it. That's exactly you have enough it. money to make a difference. Yeah. Let's hope that you like take the money, but then also like start to give a lot of it away to some organizations, just some thoughts. Um, mm. that's so funny that <laughs> you and I are both like, so, uh, again, side tangent, but, uh, this happens to me all the time where as soon as I hear like a great female CEO, like taking her company public. So most recently I can think about where I had this, like, oh, that's good, but like not great is, um, her name's Whitney. She's the CEO of Bumble. She took Bumble public huge to be a woman, a woman have taking her company public. Amazing. But then they're like, she's a billionaire now. And I was like, <laughs> like, mm, we don't, do we need more billionaires? <laughs> Unsure about that. So I always feel so conflicted because it's so great for Lando, but I'm also like, that's a lot of money. Like, eh, I don't know. Right. And honestly, I think he would have stayed for less, right? Like I think he mm. feels loyalty towards McLaren. So yeah. Whatever. And it's, it's also interesting because we know Daniel's expensive too. And yeah. Like, the cost cap does come in for the top three paid people of the team, right? Yeah. So is Zach Brown just taking a cut? <laughs> <laughs> Zach Brown. Does Zach he, might. He, 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 he could might. Be like that. Like, does he have um, equity in McLaren? Do we know? Who do we talk to? So. Who can tell us? So. <laughs> Who can tell I us? Cannot, I cannot think so. Because that's like the play, right? It's like, okay, you don't take a big salary, but then you have equity in the company. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. That's. <laughs> this is the way to do things why do we think like some of the ceos they're like oh i don't get big salary just like all my peoples and then it's like oh, okay yeah, but you have literally all the equity <laughs> that's worth oh, yeah. billions you, yeah your bonuses are in the double million yeah absolutely not. <laughs> uh, we're gonna dive into the car reveals after this quick ad break this episode of Get Checkered is brought to you by Rumi. With the warmer weather comes yard work. As I mentioned, it is so warm here in Alberta right now. And lots of it. Prune your trees and shrubs, clean your eavesdrops, replace those drafty windows you noticed over the winter. Or you can call Rumi to take care of all of your outdoor and indoor spring home maintenance while you fire up the barbecue and relax. Visit rumi.ca, that's R-U-M-I dot C-A, or call one eight four four seven 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 eight six four, and let Rumi's trusted local experts take care of your yard. So you'll have all you have to do is enjoy it. You know what? If we ever get to the point of buying our own house, I that would be very useful. <laughs> That's also another thing. It's like outsourcing things is nice because I don't know how to fix anything. It's I don't a lot know to, of effort. It's a lot of effort. <laughs> Uh, so the first car reveal we're going to talk about is um, Red Bull, which, okay, so many opinions, but I'm going to just give you the, the high level, like important stuff first, and then we'll talk about our opinions. Anyways, the unveiling happened uh, on February 9th at Milton Keynes, I think. Yep. Keynes, yeah. 
so the team has rebranded as Oracle Red Bull, uh, which you can see <laughs> I wrote signifying whatever fat check that Oracle is now cutting them. Uh, where the Red Bull, sorry, where Honda was on the, like on the rear, just anywhere Honda is, is like no longer there. It's just Oracle huge on the side. And for those who don't know, that's a software company that's based in the Valley, quite large. When we talked about billionaires, billionaires, people, you know what I mean? So the Honda logo logo is still there. Actually, it's on the front nose, just a bit smaller. You can see the HRC. Um, And I think this is going to kind of be confusing for people because we know that, wait a minute, I thought it was just the Red Bull powertrains, like Honda's leaving, Honda's not leaving, what's going on? Um, So to kind of clear that up, in 2022, Honda will continue to produce, assemble, maintain, and support the engine, even though it has formally quit Formula One. Um, So that's why the HRC is still there, because technically they're still doing stuff. Anyways. Interesting. Caitlin, did you have a chance to look at the vehicle? What did you think? And also, I feel like really not on top of things this week, but um, <laughs> saw it after the fact. Um, honestly, it looks it looks good. It looks the same. You know, we said Haas looked the same. At least this one was in real life to see, <laughs> which didn't need to be. We'll get there. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it was like a real car at least. Um, yeah, Oracle. Like I've worked with the software, maybe yeah. like intermittently with jobs before um I don't know it's the same I'm not overwhelmed I'm not underwhelmed like I was with Haas maybe just because it was a feeling of Haas and having the Russian thing everywhere but whatever is fine um yeah so they're calling this one the RB18 mm-hmm. and what I found really interesting is like corner like okay and we'll, we'll We'll say this and then we'll get into the conversation about like why do we even fucking need these? When <laughs> it's like the actual car they're racing, the RB18 won't quote unquote won't look very much like this <laughs> at the car launch. And he's like, well, because like with the new regulations, like the car is going to evolve very quickly. I'm like, yeah. So why are we why? doing this? <laughs> and like, that's where we have a hiccup where it's like, why the hell did you just waste everyone's time? <laughs> right, like money time effort why did we need this like it, it's nice to see the car you could have just like i don't know done the car you didn't need to be uh you know like f1 is a spectacle sport so they made a spectacle out of this unnecessarily unnecessarily i completely agree because i saw the car and i was like this is kind of plain looking and then didn't see christian horner's comments and still was like what is going on and then finally saw his comments where he's like well this is not the real car i was like then why are we here? <laughs> what are we doing here if this is not the real car? Um, the, I don't like, feel bad that we didn't really capture this on our socials because really, really nothing it, happened. It's nothing. It's like they basically just had an event where Christian talked about that not being the real car. And then Max and Checo talked about how excited they are to be back in a car. Like it was... <laughs> so uneventful i do think what's nice though and something i didn't think about until i was like being annoyed with christian is that because we are heading into like the new era remember how much the like red bull cars are were just built for max like all the mm-hmm. other drivers had to adapt to it i i think it's great that checo has the chance to like be in a car that's also kind of new to max too like i think that the difference between the two might be a little bit less coming into the 
new season. It's good that you bring up Checo because did you see his points? Like he really wants to fight for the title this year. Yeah, and I actually want to mention, so Nicole listened to our episode about Checo and noted that uh, she thinks that he'll actually retire after if he gets, after his time at Red Bull, whether that's like at the end of the season or next season. Um, so yeah, I think of course he wants to challenge for that world championship because I, I kind of, I didn't agree with her initially because I was like, what do you mean? Like he has to be in the sport forever, but like he is getting older <laughs> and like, is it worth, you know, when you're in the best car or one of the best cars, like what's the point of going backwards, you know? Yeah. I mean, fair. So, so he's going to give it his all. So that's exciting. And yeah, I, I like that point you made, Shanika, because I hope this car is more so in the middle for both the guys to start with at least. So, right? yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But I just hope that we see the car soon. I don't know. I just feel like we wasted our time. And uh, our time is- right now is valuable. <laughs> right <laughs> anyways yeah so we are very much looking forward to that first race to see what it actually is going to look like <laughs> but also for the racing i am itching for a race so um the next car launch uh we saw was actually from aston martin this one is the amr 22 um yeah. their chief technology officer is out cto's yeah technical officer technical mm-hmm. officer andrew green said the huge difference in the 2022 regulations caused a massive challenge every section of the car is virtually new so the philosophy for the amr 22 is about being open-ended and giving ourselves flexibility um so kind of similar to what in a way christian was saying like the regulations are going to change everything and things are going to evolve quickly but it was nice to see this car because there is a bit of new livery on it right it's got some lime green on it. I'm like, oh, I love it. it. It's a good contrast, like that, like yeah, lovely, like I don't know. It's like a smooth forest green. I don't know what you want to call it. And then the no, sun. that's what I was gonna say too. Like it feels like it would feel nice. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Like satin so, finish on a color, like yeah. I love the color scheme. I'm I'm a big fan. So um, it was like so hard for other teams to do. Like at a and it was a good event. Like we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier. But there was like TikTokers there. There was a good amount of people there. It actually like brought some energy. And I think was the first unveiling this season where I was like, oh my gosh, like this feels real. Like this reveal feels like we're showing, we're seeing something real. Well, and like, cause I saw some clips of like Vettel and Stroll actually seeing it too. And they're like looking around, checking the crowd. I'm like, this is good. I think. Yeah. To see that perspective too. Um, Vettel was quoted to say it was too early to speculate where, he thinks Aston Martin would stack up in the competition this year, but like fair. Um, we'll see the, let the racing talk for itself. Um, he said, quote, I think from a driving point of view, the main challenge will be adapting to these cars. They feel a bit different driving in the simulator. And I think it will be different again, driving in real life. So exciting. It's super That'll exciting. being the very experienced, very amazing man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was, it was honestly like my, my favorite one so far, just because it was a real car, like a real event and And even though he was like, you know, the, the chief technical officer was like, things are going to change. 
they still didn't frame it as like, oh, this isn't the real car. (laughs) Just why do you say things the way you say things? How do you get through life to get here? Say things like the way they do. Like, how do you do? Okay, guys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, it was interesting, though, to see like both Lance and Seb back on the interview circuit because we haven't seen or heard from any of these folks really um, yeah. through their break, which doesn't feel like a very long break, by the way. It is just it's flying by. It flies by. And then they're training again. I feel like they have one month where they have fun and then they start training a little bit. And then it starts to get more intense. Um, But I thought it was interesting because they were, of course, asked about Abu Dhabi. And Seb said, I don't know what his, his meaning Michael Massey's future is, but I hope he sticks around because I think he overall did a very, very good job. There's a lot of controversy for the last race, but there shouldn't be. If you look at the bigger picture, he's done very well. Okay. Um, <laughs> alternatively, Lance, his clip went viral, which I think is so great because <laughs> we, I think everyone, maybe we don't give Lance enough credit where credit's due because he just has a rich dad. The thing is though, he has still driven consistently enough to like not be in the bottom, like someone else who has a rich dad. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but this video I saw all over on Twitter. And I was like, oh shit. So he said, consistency in our sport is not our strongest point. The rules are the rules and we can't be changing or modifying rules for entertainment. The rules are there are the rules. When there's a safety car, lapped cars get to overtake the safety car. And then we go racing. There's nothing that says half the cars can overtake and half the cars have to stay behind. And then we'll go racing. My opinion is that it's ridiculous that we didn't go back racing the way that we should have gone back. You can't change the rules halfway through at the end of a race until half the cars they can overtake. Yeah. And like Lance was what I I remember Lance was actually like one of the people that was affected by this decision. And he was quite upset by it at the time too. So I'm not surprised this is his take. Um, Seb's take is interesting. You know, he does have a lot of experience and knowledge. So it's interesting to hear that side of it as well because honestly I think Shanika Courtney and I we're all very much on the like what the fuck was that side (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're still not over it the one thing that they both agreed on though is that entertainment is starting to be put ahead of the actual like rules around Mm -hmm. racing and that they did not do that yeah no I think for a sport if you want to keep respect in the sport you make it for like about the sport rather than for the entertainment in a way like you can do things for the spectators you totally can that's what the olympics are all about hello i was a spectator at the olympics and they are fine and they do a lot of stuff for the spectators but they keep the sport as the sport is meant to be too and we're watching that sport for it to be the sport we're wanting exactly so caitlin you're actually spot on because i i think we talked about we've talked about this so many times but just the um for those who know, like Lance wasn't allowed to pass or overtake. And we always talk about just like Lewis and Max and what happened there. And I think we touched on a few episodes though, that the cars that couldn't overtake also lost opportunity to actually race and potentially get more points to help their team, either like extend the lead or help themselves and the drivers, um, 
championship, like whatever that is. And that stuff's important too. So as much as, you know, Lewis and Max, we talk about them all the time. There were a bunch of other people that got screwed as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lance being one of them. And that's why he faced. And I get it. I get it. I get it. I, and especially when there's nothing coming of it yet, we still have no idea how this is going to be handled. <laughs> um, and do we, do, does Seb, ha- like Seb and Lewis, I know how to like, a bigger rivalry before i don't yeah. know if it's still like in their hearts a little bit so i wonder if seb is on it this is complete speculation you guys. okay but i think it's worth speculating because <laughs> <laughs> because for some reason sebastian vettel and i think it's like the the connection that he has to michael schumacher but Sebastian is all about like, we have to keep Michael Schumacher's legacy intact and that Michael Schumacher's legacy is how many wins he's had. But the thing is Michael Schumacher himself has said, you know, when he was racing and was more able, he said that all of these like world records and stuff need to be broken. Like they have to be broken. So he said it, but I think it's really weird how much like some of these people are like, no, we need to keep Schumacher's like thing alive and it's like Schumacher's legacy is going to be in the sport regardless if someone else comes along and like has 10 world championships like you know what I mean that person will have 10 world championships because Michael Schumacher <laughs> existed it's the boundaries to start with yeah so it's like the most bizarre thing um so that's why I'm like yeah we're speculating but like I just think it's weird as hell <laughs> It needed to be noted on this podcast. <laughs> exactly. But I don't know why everyone is obsessed with that because I don't get it. Uh, the next car unveiling, which Courtney, I had like put this aside for her, but she has internet issues. So I guess I'll have to just do like Lando and the McLaren boys justice. I'm sure I'll be okay. Um, <laughs> they revealed it on February 11th at the McLaren Technology Center in Walking walking, walking, walking. Um, I wrote that it was good to see the boys back because, uh, I feel like Mercedes is social, you know, they started introducing George like a lot earlier. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of content, but then for McLaren, I felt like it was very like recycled stuff up until like the last two weeks or so, where it's been like a lot about the drivers and building cars, stuff like that. So it's just good to see them like healthy and doing well. Um, the new car is called the MCL 36 and, oh, there's this huge quote from Andrea Seidel. So give me a second. Um, <laughs> I love Andrea. I know we like him. That's why I was like, this is really long, but you know what? We like him. He said, our objective for this season is clear and consistent with that of previous years. We want to further close the gap to the front of the pack. At the same time, we know and respect the tough competition we'll face and have a realistic view of where we are on our journey. We're working through a package of key infrastructure investments, which will provide us with the tools required to compete at the top of our sport when they come online. So this is something that I think like alludes to something that was said at the end of the season, which is like McLaren is doing a lot better, but in terms of infrastructure, they actually don't have a ton. So they're building all of it right now. And as much as we'd like to see like McLaren back on the podium competing against Mercedes and Red Bull, like they've even acknowledged that they're just not there because they just don't have as much support built yet. So I don't know. I think it's like exciting. Uh, the M- such a Capricorn though. Like just look <laughs> at those keywords in there. Consistent, <laughs> realistic view. Um, key oh my infrastructure gosh. investments. I'm like, yes, yes, you are a Capricorn, sir. 
Andreas Seidel. Yeah. <laughs> Just very um, consistent, persistent, you know, that kind of stuff. The MCL 36 look has taken inspiration from the McLaren's retro golf oil livery from Monaco last year and then combined it with the Flora Papaya. Okay. You know, that lovely color with a lighter blue. Uh, also at this launch, which is like a bit more of a real launch, they launched their IndyCar and Extreme E vehicles as well, which they're the Extreme E, by the way, they're um, debuting later this year, as well as their esports livery. So they just kind of like launched everything at the same time. And there's some really cool photos, actually, if you even do a quick Google search of all three vehicles, kind of like next to each other. And it's like, whoa, this is power, baby. This is a lot of stuff. No, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a look at the car right now. I like it. I like it. I do like the blue. I'm like, I think it like breaks things up a little bit. It's a bit more eye-catching. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the thing that like caught me off guard was the giant velo on the side of the car. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, it's so big. And I had no idea what this company is. So I looked it up. Mm-hmm. Velo is a nicotine pouch brand. I don't know what. what. Thank you, right? Oh. So you can't have like Marlboro promoting things like why are we I don't know anyways so I don't know what a nicotine pouch is tbh Mm. (laughs) I'm like we we don't know that but um McLaren has worked with them before in 2021 they teamed up with Velo or Velo Velo to launch a the four-part Velo e-series that had celebrities going head-to-head against they said internet sensations in the article I read but like creators so like youtubers tiktokers stuff like that um, I don't know. In what regard, like racing or? Yeah, it was, it was like e-racing, e-racing online. Yeah. Um, and then I found a really fun fact, which is why I'm like, okay, the bar people was so high in 1990, in the 1990s. And then we just let them fall. So we need to hold all of these organizations accountable. But in 1997, the Spice Girls actually helped launch the McLaren MP412, which was like a Formula One car in 1997. And I'm like, That's you had the Spice Girls? Yeah. I Why like did that. they not have them again? Like, come on. Was, was Jerry married to, and I refer to her like on a first name basis because we're friends, but you know, Ginger Spice, did she meet Christian before or after that? She met him after because they actually got like married later in life, which. This is side tangent. I loved seeing that because Jerry getting married later in life and having kids later in life, like we need to normalize that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, like with Rihanna being like 34 and pregnant. Oh, I'm like, yes. That's amazing. A dream. Good on you, Rihanna. Like, seriously. She, she waited it out for a good guy. Yeah. She's built her own empire. She's oh, an absolute like, queen. Exactly. And she's ready for a family now. And I'm like, yes, yes. Do it at your own pace. <laughs> exactly. So, Caitlin, what did you think of the car? Okay, so I do. Yeah, it's okay. I, like it. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's like it's a good contrast. I do see. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. People were really wanting them to like come out with the golf livery as like the full time livery, and I'm like, I didn't like it that much. It was just different. I think is why people liked it as much. But I, I think it's still catchy, still bright and vibrant. Yeah the boys looked happy so i think that's like all that matters um daniel ricardo also unveiled his new helmet and like 
was like, okay. Is this a bigger deal and we're just not following Caitlin? Because <laughs> like I'm like, okay, like great, I like your helmet. Like, I don't know how I'm supposed to what I'm supposed to do with well, that like, information. It's almost at the point where like all these drivers were having different helmets throughout the season. So it's like exactly yeah. Okay. <laughs> and also this one, I just don't like it as much, but teach their own. <laughs> so if we could round up the last unveilings that we've had so far. Um, we also, sorry, I should mention, we did get an update from Alpine that B- BWT, right? Oh, yes. Um, they are sponsoring Alpine now, which means that the pink will be there. Likely, did, likely. And we are hoping for it to We're be hoping. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what ends up happening there. But if there, that's an opportunity for the Pepto-Bismol pink to not go away. Uh, they're unveiling this later this month, I believe, actually. So we've now seen the Haas rendering the Red Bull, not really the Red Bull car. The Aston Martin, still probably not going to be the end car, but like felt more of an event. And we've now seen the McLaren like launch all of its cars for all of its motorsport things. Do you have any favorites design wise? For me, I think seeing that Aston Martin one, I'm I'm a fan. The color scheme. <laughs> what about you? For me, it was the Aston Martin one again, but I think it's just because like, it felt like a real thing. And then it was also weird though, comparing the Aston Martin, like the over top shot to the Haas because the vehicles look so different. And I'm like, I don't know if that's, because remember how I said the Haas look kind of like thick with like five C's, like thick. <laughs> They just look so different. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on here, but that's just so weird. So Aston Martin right now is my favorite. The I I did take a quick look at the schedule. So like I said, there's a ton coming up, mm-hmm. but of course the the last team to unveil will be Mercedes. So you got and a I'm little excited bit of time. to see like if they do an event, if Hamilton speaks at all, right? Yeah, because we still haven't heard from him as much as we've seen him like post on social, which is actually technically hearing from him. Um, that's pretty much it. And I actually in the article where the CEO was talking about the um, that I mentioned earlier on, what was it about drivers no longer having like no longer being mandated to take any? I don't know. Whatever this guy. The CEO said he did see Lewis and Lewis looks top form, like really focused on this year. So there's that, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm actually seeing, I think I'm seeing what you were talking about, like the um, aerial difference between the cars so far. Yeah. It is something. Yeah. They are quite different. Interesting. They are quite different. See? Yeah. Like, I feel like the Aston Martin from the aerial shot looks more like what I was expecting versus the Haas. It looks nothing like what I was expecting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I, I like, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, right? Like, who knows? Would Haas be the one that engineered their car so well that, like, right. end up? It's kind of fun being able to see this, though, because it's like all the interpretations and creative ways of fitting the new regulations. Exactly. And then, of course, like as the season goes on and changes are made, I feel like the cars end up looking more and more like each other. Yeah. So yeah. Haas is probably going to end up looking like everybody else's soon. Just not there yet, though. Well, Haas had the most time in the wind tunnel, didn't they? 
because they came in last in the constructors. I yeah, think. and they also had the most, I mean, they don't have a lot of money in general, but they also didn't put any money into the 2021 car, mm-hmm. right? It, it, they, were like, it, they were saving it for this one. Yeah, so I don't know. It was a rendering, who knows? Maybe they're going to show up mm-hmm. to practice or whatever preseason testing with like an amazing car wouldn't that be something yeah i i i'm just someone is probably putting a bet down there that haas is going to win the championship and the odds are like a billion to one and they're just going to make it rich oh my gosh um oh and there was another um sort of update on the ferrari one they're going to be releasing the car online so they've been posting a lot about it um, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but they kind of announced like their color scheme through what Carlos and Charles was wearing, which is like the normal Ferrari red, but then with this like black stripe down the middle of their shirts, like in the middle of their shirts, not down the middle. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I thought they had something good going and it's just like, this is not what. I think yeah. when you're Ferrari red, you just got to keep it classic. Like, I don't think you I need don't, to. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's getting messy. I don't like. Mm-hmm. Or, it's interesting though. I, I brought up the picture. So it's like, because Carlos and Charles, they each have a different color stripe on them underneath the black stripe. So right? Is that a thing for the gyros now? They're just going to have their own color. But... Yeah. Or, no idea. No idea. None. Well, it, like if, if you have a bad design when you're just make it up the next year. <laughs> fine. That's fine. Okay, friends. I think that's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, we will be back in the following weeks. Actually, kind of all over the place. So Caitlin's going on like a couple trips coming up here. I'm also going to be away for a couple weekends, so we're going to have to figure something out in terms we'll of schedule. Yeah, yeah. So you'll still get, get episodes. out to you. Yeah, you'll still get episodes. We'll, um, this is just me thinking out loud, but it may not be all three of us consistently. That'll be it. But we we will make it to the first race, and it will be all three of us determined to walk Exactly. So follow us on Get checkered on Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok so you can also fight men who are trying to gatekeep the sport um, <laughs> with us there. Join in the fun. <laughs> and also review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify actually has reviews too. So if you do that, it just makes it easier for people to find us. It pushes us up in the rankings and then every algorithm in the world. Um, and other than that, I will see you next week. Yeah, and we'll talk to you again soon. In the meantime, stay checkered, as always. Okay, bye, everyone. Talk to you later. Bye.